You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Flash, right, right now. Good morning, Milwaukee. From the Masters E's WSSP Sports Update Studio, I'm Christian Jaskowski. It's grilling season, and Masters E's is the place to go for your new grill. Stop for their great selection, and while you're there, check out their patio furniture sets for your house. It's all at Masters E's and Waukesha. Check them out online at MastersE's.com. First on the fan, Brewers take Game 2 in this four-game series over the Mets, 4-3 to three in extra innings with the most exciting play in baseball. Hitters count. Three and one. Here it comes. And it is ball four. And the game is over on a walk. That's right. The crew win with a walk-off walk in the bottom of the 10th. And mama, there go that man. Travis Shaw had a huge day. Going three for four with three RBIs and a home run. Pella and Windows Doors of Wisconsin on deck show presented by Ozinga gets you ready for game three of this four-game home series this afternoon. First pitch at 3.10 p.m. Chase Anderson will go opposite Jason Vargas of the Mets. And after the last pitch, you make the switch to the Blaine's Farm and Fleet postgame show presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. We are hashtag Mill Hockey right here on 105.7 FM. The fan in the NBA, the Cleveland Cavaliers survive against the Boston Celtics 109-99 as they force a Game 7 in Boston. LeBron was seemingly unstoppable, dropping 46 points, adding 11 boards and 9 assists to his resume. of work. Game 6 in the Western Conference Finals set tonight at 8 p.m. in the Bay Area as the Golden State Warriors host the Rockets and try to force a Game 7. Chris Paul will be sidelined for the game with game, for Game 6 with an injury, with a hamstring strain injury that suffered late in the 4th on Game 5. Read more online at 1057fmthefan.com. I'm Christian Jaskowski for Sports Radio 1057FM The Fan. Listen live on the new radio.com app, 1250 a.m. and 1057fmthefan.com. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. There, there we go. There we go. Jazz just Hit had to press the button. No, I didn't press the button. Yeah, I saw you move your left hand there. You moved something. I saw you do it. There you did. We got shenanigans yes, already. It's did. 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Our listeners Good retreated morning, to 15 minutes of silence, yeah. <laughs> which is probably the best 15, I mean minutes, seconds, the best 15 seconds yeah. of the show, probably. Yeah, well, They probably liked it. Yeah, probably. Well, good morning, everybody. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Out. Outdoors with your hosts, Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Newbauer, and we have Christian Jeskulski on the boards today. 
Uh, we want to welcome you. You know, we get up early to do this show for your uh, entertainment and enjoyment. And you know what? We appreciate you getting up and listening to our shenanigans. But if you want to get involved, you can give us a call at 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. Or you can email us at uh, ceoguys at yahoo.com. Okay, Fishing good report, hunting report. Uh, brag about a big fishy uh, caught. Brag about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, got some trees in your driveway you need removing. Yeah. Got some marital problems you need a little counseling. Give us a call. Yeah. We can handle yeah. anything we can and handle everything. It. Yep. For okay. The, for the younger crowd, too, if you're on Twitter, I got Twitter up as well. If you're out fishing and you caught a big one, we're going to get shoot us a, shoot us a Shoot us shoot a, photo. Us a tweet. Shoot us a tweet at 105.7 FM, the fan. Okay. Here we go. First on the list. What's number Daddy, one? On the number list? one. Okay. You know our friend, the no-name bookie, he puts in our bets for the three big horse races a year. Right. So Totally last, legal. So Yep. So last Congress week. Congress just passed. Yeah, la- it's well, all legal now. It's a, it was legal before. Okay, good. For horse racing. It's all legal. So anyway. Uh, conscience he, he, is clear. Yeah, he put in our bets for the Preakness last week, and Danny and I, we... We're big spenders. Big, big. We we bet uh, we bet a, 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 a what did an exacta box a four horse exacta box one dollar each. So it's a two dollar box, which costs us a whole twelve dollars a piece, twenty four bucks. Right. So after the race, I saw that the exacta paid twenty seven dollars. I tell my wife, "Hey, me and Danny each won thirteen fifty a piece." I called the no name book yeah, and I said, "Yeah, that's pretty good. Me and Danny won thirteen fifty a piece." He said, "Uh." Dude, you're forgetting the $24 you owe me. Oh. So, okay, a $24 bet, we won 27 So we actually won a buck and a half a piece. So you know what I told the no-name bookie? I said, keep it. <laughs> I well, said, keep it for your troubles. You know. <laughs> well, we didn't lose, Danny. When I didn't hear from you last week, I thought, ruh oh, I got to bring some cash in with me to the studio because yeah. I probably <laughs> owe Tom money for some of our... <gasps> My illegal gambling activities, yeah. which is now legal. Well, it horse racing has always been legal. Horse racing's legal. Making bets on that, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so uh, yeah, so I told him I, you know, I was conf- I forgot about the twenty four dollars that we owe him because we don't pay him up front. We just tell him put the bets in for right. us. So Did like no I name said, think Tom was trying to pull a fast one. on No, him? he started laughing. You know, and he, he said, "No, dude, you forgot the twenty four you owe me." You know, so you so and you know why it was so low of an yeah. exacta pay was because the the favorite horse had terrible odds. It was like two to five or five to two right. or whatever they call it. But uh, yeah, it was just terrible odds. So that's why it was so low. So yeah, we won a buck and a half a piece. I told him keep it for your troubles. Thank you. It's always, <laughs> always good to be a lucky wiener, no matter yeah. what it is. Yeah. Now, it's not about the money, Tom. It's about right. the glory. You know, I don't think we've lost since we've been doing this. No, I don't think we have. We we we're, we're, and we pick, uh, and I'm going to have to tell his name who we did every, every Friday before the big races. Mark Belling puts out his top picks, and right. he. And he's into that horse racing. He owns. Uh, he's a part owner in a number of horses, so he's really big into it and really knows it. And and he bets big money on it. <laughs> and uh, but his picks are usually pretty good. Yeah. Well, I. So we haven't lost. I'm kind of stuck listening to him now because my radio in my truck doesn't work anymore. It keeps there's electrical problems. So like, oh really? If I try and switch stations, it goes all goofy. I can't switch stations anymore. So I finally got a station. 
The and I got on got. 1130. Yeah. And I don't dare switch it. Otherwise, I got nothing but static. You got static. nothing. You got nothing, yeah. Is there a place that can replace uh, car yeah. stereos? Yeah, but it's going to cost you. What do you mean, how much is it going to cost me? Can I take that buck and a half I just won on the big <laughs> and, and, and parlay that into a, a new stereo system? I a new entertainment it. system for my well, 2008 Ford F-150 th- th- XLT? Now, that's just uh, a radio that's in there, right? Does it have Bluetooth or does it have uh, GPS on it and all that other stuff? You know, right on that whole system. Hell no, it doesn't have no, all that fancy have... stuff. Well, it's got a oh. CD player. Okay, well, that'll cost you a little bit less then. But one of my friends, he's got all that stuff yeah. <clears throat> on that ra- the radio, the GPS, got the little screen, got everything. Right. Cost him like four grand. What? Yeah, to have it went out and it cost him like four grand to have it replaced. Can't I just get a simple Your, yours, radio? Yours might cost only a couple hundred. Even a couple hundred? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You got to pay I... somebody to take it out and put it in. <laughs> Don't you know some guy named Julio who works no. in his back garage and does this no. cheap? Don't no. you have a connection, buddy? No. The only connection I got is his name's Jose. Well, there we go. He's, That's he, now we're talking. Keep, but he's a spot. He's an ad, he's a Jose. sponsor of, of ours yeah. with exclusive painting. He does not just indoor and outdoor painting, but he also does Car- landscaping. Car stereos. I don't think he does car stereos. But he knows a guy. I don't know if I'll he does. I'll bet Jose knows a guy. <laughs> he might. He I'll might. bet he's got a guy. I'll tell you what. That guy has been doing work for me, like landscaping work, for quite a few years. He's done concrete work, all kinds of stuff, right? And he's very reasonably priced. He does great work. And then when he wanted to advertise on the show, he wanted to advertise his company exclusive painting, indoor and outdoor right. painting, and right. drywalling and stuff like that. And I said... I thought you just did landscape. He says, oh, no, my main job is painting. That's my main business. He says, the landscaping, I just like to do. He sounds and like he's, a really he, hard worker. He, oh, he is a very hard worker. I'll tell you what. I if if Folks, if you need painting done or landscaping done. You should have done, told Lois. She's having you, her whole building painted Oh, that's over all there. done now. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you, call you call Jose at Exclusive Painting. He'll give you a fair deal. They do excellent work. If you want to see a sample of his work, painting work, they painted the whole inside of uh, WCTC in Waukesha. Oh, really? Yeah. Jose did that? Yeah. Jose and his crew. He's very good. Very, very good. Yeah. And he's reasonable. That's the nice thing I like about Jose. He's very reasonable in price. Yeah. You know? one. Uh, I mean, he was so much lower than other contractors when I needed him to do uh, work in the front yard. You, like, put in three, uh, actually, six cement steps, you know, two sets of three get out some bushes, do this, do that. Man, the guy was so, awesome. So were you, like, yeah. standing in the front yard having a smoke, watching Jose put in that porch then? Sometimes. And a cup of, co- <laughs> and a cup of coffee? Well, I'd bring out some sodas <laughs> for him, nice and, him and the guys. That. I'd bring out some stuff for them, too. Who do you got on the line there, Oh, Chris, so we're not, so not going to wait? Okay, good. Yeah, we don't wait. I'm glad we don't have to. It's our... Who do you think it is? Oh, it must be Kevin over mm. at uh, Maple Ridge. Or the no-name yeah, bookie. That's me. Yeah, hey, that's Kevin. you. Hey, happy Kevin. Memorial How Day. You doing? Yeah, happy Memorial Day, Kevin. Yeah, happy Memorial Day, uh, Tommy. You, you, you got any? Gonna, oh, was, go ahead. Uh, I was going to uh, sing this morning. Well, if it's a clean song, I don't Good see any harm in it. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning, Tommy True Newbauer. Good morning to you. Hey, hey, I like it. How come, how come you didn't say like good it. morning, I Tommy and Danny? That's all oh, right, Tommy. Good morning, Danny. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> you. Uh, oh, you, you cracked me up, Kevin. Yeah, you're cracking <laughs> me up. I was saying. 
Uh, how about smoked fish, Tom? Do you eat them? Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I, I do it myself at home, as a matter of fact. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't like fish with bones. Mm-mm. Well, with the smoked fish, you know, the bones are in there when you smoke it. But they, the, the meat peels you off. You just kind of take bones. your fingers and just it grab, peels right grab off. it yeah. and peel it right off, Kevin. Yeah. And uh, Tommy, let's ask Kevin, let's ask Tommy the truth. How do you smoke your fish? What's the magic Neubauer well, recipe? Well, first of all, you have to brine the fish. If you don't brine them for at least four hours, preferably overnight, they're going to taste terrible. You have to brine the fish. That's number one. Okay. Number two, I don't use like a conventional smoker type thing. What I use is an old uh, uh, Weber type grill. Gotcha. That I turn into a smoker. Okay. It works great. Right. Yeah. And uh, and then you got to, you know, like I said, you brine them overnight. You dry them off a little bit in the morning. You put them on the grill. And then you got to keep adding wood. You got to keep adding some charcoal because, like, the salmon, the bigger chunks, Kevin, they take a little bit longer. So, you know, yeah. it, it might take three or four hours, you know. And uh, my dad, my late dad, Severin, bless his soul, he's in heaven, uh, he used to, uh, we used to have those all the time. and then, oh, oh, did you used to buy the, the smoked chubs? Yes. Yeah, those were yes. always excellent. Yes. I don't see those any. I, do they still have those in grocery stores? I never I really know. looked. I never really looked for them. And then, you know, we used to do, Tommy, uh, every Friday, he'd go to the quality fish market, get this these fish fries. Oh, man, the scallops. Yeah. And the uh, uh, um, perch. Yeah. I just love the perch, Tom. Oh, you know, speaking of smoke stuff, uh, this past week, I think it was on Tuesday, I was mm-hmm. doing some grocery shopping and I was walking by this one area and I had such a hankering for something smoked and they had smoked turkey wings. Okay. And I really like turkey wings. They're like chicken wings on steroids, you know? Yeah. And uh, uh, turkey. So I, so I bought. These are bigger. It, it was about. I don't know, might have been like a pound, pound and a half of smoked uh-huh. turkey wings. Man, they were delicious. <laughs> I yes. like that stuff. But I smoke, but I also smoke ducks and uh, geese and uh, uh, chickens Marlboros. and turkey, turkeys. You know, I smoke all of that stuff on the on the you know on my smoker too. You and you have to duck? you have to brine the fowl too when you smoke uh-huh. it. You have to brine that too. Yeah, ducks. Oh, I love smoked duck. That's Not awesome. Not Donald, right? Not Donald. No. Oh. Okay. Hey Kevin, we got to go to a break. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute before I let you before we let you yeah, go, Kevin. I was listening. I was listening to the post game show last night, and I heard the boys were playing you a song, and I want to play Uh-oh. all three of you a song. Okay, here we go. Oh yes, right. Don't tell him, Kevin. What? What? Do you know the song? No. Yeah, I do. Frank well, yeah. Sinatra. Yeah, yeah, good old Frankie Frank. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know why Kevin's not. I don't know why Kevin's not singing because he was singing last night. Kevin, you were, you, singing, this you last were night? singing this last night. I sure was. <laughs> <laughs> what was that on the big show? No, post game no. show. Oh, post game show. Oh man. All right. Okay, uh, Kevin. Not only okay. is Kevin Thank entertainer, he's expect, he's an all round entertainer. We expect a new song from you next week, buddy. Right. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. See you, Kevin. You Bye. Okay. All right, we got to go to a break, folks. But when we come back, I've got the info on the recent 
Last week's Sturgeon Bay Open. It will just blow your mind, open your eyes. If you want a mounting fish, the place to go is Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. Man, I'm telling you, there are monsters out there. I'll tell you all about that and more when we come back with Danny and Tom on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Yes, I will. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply. Cutting Edge Outdoors. 799-1250. It's a rockin' morning here. It's a rockin' morning. At the station. We had uh, Kevin singing early in the morning. (laughs) All right, here are those Sturgeon Bay results. First of all, I'm telling you, Danny, and you know this, and I know this, and anybody who's been up to the Bay of Green Bay fishing smallies has known this, but if you want to put a smallmouth bass on the wall or get a replica, take a picture and have a replica, that is the place to go. First of all, the winners were Jason Stangle and John Ulmar. They, or I think it's Ulmar, something like that. Anyway, here's their total weight for 10 fish. 58.87 pounds. Folks, that is like a 5.8 pound average. Average fish. Almost six pounds. Hopefully most of our listeners could figure that without a calculator. Yeah, well, you know, I just got to help them out. And the biggest bass... Oh, the biggest bass and the winners. 58 pounds. You know, the no. 5.8 for, pounds each. Wait, yeah. yeah you just graduated from college. I, did, yeah. I graduated from college five years ago. you were a quarterback who couldn't remember ago. a place. So Stop. Maybe you can't do it. I was a, I was yeah. a, I was not a. I, he was a jock. Oh, I played wide receiver for crying out loud. Okay. I couldn't remember the plays there either. <laughs> oh, the God. biggest bass that this team had, their biggest bass was roughly seven and a half pounds. Their yeah. biggest bass. Yeah. The biggest bass of the tournament, Danny. 8.78. Yep, caught by Ben Antoniowitz. I I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm sorry, Ben, but yep, 8.78 pounds, almost a nine-pounder. Huge. So my plan, Tom, is I'm going up, and this this week I'm going to be up there fishing, Mm -hmm. and uh, my plan is to catch a nine-pound, one-ounce I'll make it nine pounds, two ounces. Yeah, was that was that? And I'm gonna get the state record. I hope so. And I'm gonna have pictures of me splashed all over Bass Magazine Mm -hmm. and People Magazine, and Mm -hmm. uh, I'll be on you know Entertainment Nightly. Uh, I'll be a celebrity, Mm -hmm. Tom. I'm gonna travel the world. You're already a celebrity. Well, I'm gonna be big. I'm gonna be big. Was that smallmouth or is that large? Smallmouth. 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 Yeah. yeah, these you are You know the world's big. heaviest largemouth bass that was ever caught? Yes, 22 pounds, 4 ounces. Lake Montgomery, Alabama. What Unless year? By, by 
George, George Perry. Perry. What year? 1932. Oh, 34, I thought horn, it was. Hornswoggle, no Hornswoggle. Listen, <laughs> that's no Hornswoggle. <laughs> we're not playing around yeah. with a couple amateurs that's right. here. Yeah. We're not co-anglers yeah. here. I'm damn. I'm we are testing, the pro-anglers. I'm testing knowledge. <laughs> okay, here, here is uh, also the 31st team in the Sturgeon Bay Spring Open. Okay, the 31st team. Larry and Neil Horkowitz. No, total weight for the 31st team. Little over forty-five pounds. Their average was like four and a half pounds. The the last place team. Your math is impressing me. And there were, I think there was five or six smallies over seven pounds, and numerous ones over six. So unreal. Here's another math question. If we square the average weight of the first place team, (laughs) and that's the hypotenuse, and if we square the average weight of the 31st place team, what is the length of the third side of of the right triangle if it's a triangle? Are you asking me because you're looking at me, or are you just throwing it out there? I'm throwing it out there because I know. Are you testing my college degree right now? It would be 60, neither of you. It would be sixty percent of the total, which was N. Neither <laughs> of you coneheads or would have if any you prefer. idea. What the hell's yeah. going on out here? I'm done teaching for the year. <laughs> Tuesday was the last day, but I still got math on the brain. I woke up one summer yeah. morning. <laughs> And I, I'm stumbling into my kitchen, and it's going through my head, Sokotoa, Sokotoa. I'm thinking, what the heck is Sokotoa? Then I remembered, sine, cosine, tangent, oh, yeah, Sokotoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. opposite, adjacent, all yeah. that stuff. It's, you know, Math stuff's warped my brain. Years ago, I actually had to learn all that stuff, and I knew that stuff. And it's totally gone. I I know the I know the names. I bet we but could hypnotize you to all for, come back I, along with your alien You know what it is? It's, it's just like in, it's yeah. It's just like in fishing and hunting. If you don't use it, you lose it. You know. I mean, if you don't, I mean, for years I haven't known that stuff, right? I haven't had to use it. Let's put it that way. Right. So you forget it. it is but but I must admit though, when it comes to like casting, you, you never lose you, that. You never How lose about that? that. How about shooting? Shooting, you don't lose that. No, it's like I riding mean, a bike. It, it's been a you skill know? that you were taught yeah. as a lad. Yeah. At age. Uh, Age eight, my dad bought me my first twenty-two. He took me out in Green Bay, out by the railroad tracks by my house, and I shot at a fence post there with the twenty-two. And he didn't get me a BB gun because he felt kids played with BB guns too much and would shoot them at each other. And yeah, he wanted to yeah. teach us respect for real firearms. Mm-hmm. Age eight, and it's interesting. You know, I hear a lot of talk now where they're talking about. Uh, being as this one of the recent shooters took his dad's guns at one of the school shooting, they're talking about legislation. Should they have uh, parents liable because they got to have their guns locked up around their kid? And, you know, when I grew up, uh, actually, (laughs) there were guns on the ping pong table. (laughs) You know, there were guns in the gun cabinet. They were locked. They weren't locked up. They were all empty, and we all knew... Or gun safety, and my buddy would come over, and I'd say, here's my shotgun dad gave me. I'd open the action, make sure it was empty. My buddy would look at it. He'd open Mm -hmm. the action, double check, maybe aim it up to the top of the wall. You would never point the barrel. We were kids. We were 10, 11, 12 years old. We weren't stupid, sappy kids. And we weren't insane, deranged kids that was going to take one of them to a school and do anything. So the main problem is... There's got to be society in the home and what's happening with, with these kids' minds where they're going to do something. So Well, that was that's the difference between most people and these 
emotionally have your people with emotional problems who do this is that number one, they were raised right as far as knowledge of firearms and blah, blah, blah. But they, you know, they didn't have emotional issues or mental issues. And, and, and that's the problem. You know, you get these kids with, you know, problems and it's like the school doesn't do anything. The parents don't do anything and they just let it grow, you know, and, and that's one of the problems. You got to be able to see those things, you know, as parents and, and yourself as a teacher. Yeah. You can well, tell which kids are problems when which aren't, you know? Well, the schools try, but a, a lot they of the... can't do there's, everything. There's a lot of, you know, if you got students with disabilities, there's legal protections for right, those students. Right, so, right. so schools can often get criticized. Whoa, whoa, why don't they discipline? Well, there's only certain, th- you know, things that a school sure, can do. Can I mean, do. what you yeah. really need is the parents back at home, uh, you know, try... And, and it's a weird thing too, Tom. It seems like... How many kids are in therapy now? I'll tell you what, the amount is staggering. Yeah, I know. When I grew up, and how, not any of my buddies went to therapy. Yeah, and how many are on and, I mean, Prozac and Ritalin and this and that? They're taking all these drugs. You know? And I don't think social media is helping it any no. at all. Well, you know, Danny, um, we were taught, let, let's talk, let, let's switch the okay, subject. Okay, switch to, gears back to fishing. To uh, uh, musky fishing, uh, talking to Ron Heidenreich over, and the engineers over at the shop. Over at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, musky catching has been a little slow out there on the big po- on the pond out yeah, there in Pewaukee. It's been uh, real slow. Yeah, I the mean, only musky a... I saw was the one that went cruising by my pier like yeah. a Trident sub a week ago. Yeah, there's there's a couple of them. You know, every now and then somebody catches one, but it's not the numbers. The Wednesday night tournament, they've had three of them. There's been one fish brought in in the Wednesday night tournament, and there's like. You know, twenty some guys that are out there and they're good. Pounding sticks. it hard. Yeah, and and one fish. Yeah, over the last three weeks, and uh, they had that the two musky tournaments, right? Uh, that were on the same day on the twelfth, and if I'm not mistaken, I think it was only two fish in that one. So yeah, it, well, it's a little slow, but you know what? Guaranteed. First week of June, it's going to kick in. Well, things should get... <laughs> it's going to kick in. Before we go to break, I'll just say this. In the shallows, by my place, by Pewaukee, not only are there a ton of bluegills now... And now the crappies? The, there's little bass. Oh, there's yeah. little bass cruising around yeah. there now. Yeah. And the, the other day, I saw some carp. So it seems like that whole ecosystem yeah. is coming alive. Yeah. And I think that... I think the musky thing... I mean, the water's getting warm. Yep. I, it could be like a light switch. I think yep. that they should be getting in gear pretty soon i think so too well folks we got to go to a break coming up next is the gut report and you want to you don't want to miss this one this one's pretty good uh also after the 645 break we will be playing the horn schwaggle so you definitely want to stay tuned for that be a big winner that is sponsored by Baitmate fish attractants and coleman insect repellents so stay tuned for more with danny and tom here on the midwestern shooter supplies cutting edge outdoors Come here, I'm gonna eat you! I'm bigger than you, I'm higher in the food chain! Get in my belly! The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. You know, when we're making fish and eating fish, you know, a lot of times I don't want any tartar sauce because the the flavor of the fish and the coating that's on it is enough for me. But a lot of people do like tartar sauce, depending on what kind of fish they're having. Well, here's a recipe sent to somebody we know. I know. He's my son, Nick. He's been, he, somebody showed him this recipe, so he sent it to me, and he said, Dad, you got to try this. It's great. Here you go. One and a half cups of, of, of uh, mayonnaise, 
yeah, one, no, excuse me, one and a quarter cups of mayonnaise, a half a cup of sweet pickle relish, but you can sub dill for the sweet pickle relish, a tablespoon of lemon juice, one teaspoon of dried minced onions, and a quarter tablespoon of Worcestershire sauce, or however you want to pronounce it. Those ingredients, he, ingredients, he says, make a great, uh, uh, what the heck did I just call it? <laughs> tartar sauce. <laughs> Makes a great tartar sauce. So anyway, if you want to give it a try. Now, if you missed it, you can just go on our website, uh, uh, 1057fmthefan.com, and uh, just look for our show and then scroll down, and you can see, you can read, listen to the show. Are you, you know sure the that's podcast. on there? Yeah, it's on there. Because yeah. all those concussions you had, <laughs> yeah, no, you it's and Brett are yeah. both suffering, I think. No, it's all on there. So anyway, uh, the gut report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where, you're, where you will find the best price selection and service at 51st in Oklahoma and Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! Hey, uh, before I forget, Tom, yeah. I want to thank the men in blue out there, out there protecting us. Law enforcement, men and op- women, men and women yeah. the fire, fire, the yeah. first responders. I got advice for everybody out there. If they tell you to raise your hands, raise your raise hands. If your they hand. tell you to stop, stop. If they tell you to turn around, if they tell you to take your hand out of your pocket... Take your hand out of your pocket. That's right. These you guys know, are just out there trying yeah. to protect us, and they got a tough job. You know, never, I mean, never you know, win, I, it seems. I got to admit, there might be, you know, it's like 99.9% of all cops are, are decent people. You know, if you treat them with respect, they're going to treat you with respect. You know, it's it's a give and take, it's right? It's a give you and know? take. And we all yeah. got bad days, and, too. Yeah, we all have bad days. You might days have an ornery and, shopping store clerk yeah, sometimes. Yeah, whatever. So, but there's always that, like, 0.01% that just might be a little off that day, you know. But, like I said, I, I've always, you know, treated the police. I've, I've shown them respect, and they've always shown me I, respect. I don't you know? think so. that police have changed over the years. No. Tom. I no. think what's happened is society has changed over the years. In other words, yeah. years ago, we were taught to respect authority figures. Nowadays, Tom, you got kids in schools thinking nothing about cussing a teacher out. Yeah. And the parent doesn't really get all that upset if the kid does. Mm-hmm. And they go up, they cussing them out, doing whatever they, they think they can say or do, whatever they darn well feel like yeah. it. And then they're getting out in the real world, and that's the attitude the police are getting. So I'm thinking police are getting more attitude from today's society than ever before, and there's going to be more and more incidents. Yep, maybe. Who do you got on the line there, Jazz? I got Keen. He's calling from all the way. Who? All the way. Keen. K-E-A. I think I'm pronouncing it. Is that you, correct? Am I pronouncing it correctly? Just don't Damn. talk with your mouth full of I'm food not over there. Mouth full. Yes, your mouth is it's full dumb. of starbursts. It's, it's a- starburst minis. I can see them right back there. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Keen, good morning. Good morning. Hey, I was a guy to call from Clay Center, Kansas last fall. Oh, okay. Um, and I talked to you about Birch Lake up in yeah. Arizona. I, you know, I, I have that written. That's the smallmouth lake? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it written down. Yeah, I used to, I used to own the old bamboo bar there on uh, Shawano Lake. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, how about yeah. that? The old bamboo. So, so I wanted to remind you. You told me to call you guys about this time of year. If you go up there, you can't bring your own boat because uh, it's a private lake. You got to go to the hardware store, which is right on. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hang on. 
What happened to him? Hold on. You disconnected him now. No. Are you still Are you still there? I'm here. Okay. Sorry about that. Sorry. Little technical difficulties. So you can't bring your own boat. No, you gotta you gotta bring your own battery, and they got a trolling boat. They're twelve foot B hauls. At the hardware store, you said. At the hardware store. And you rent it. And you rent it from them. You rent the boat, and it used to be like twenty four bucks for the day. Okay. But it's dirt cheap. Well, that's but, that's not bad. So you just need a tro- a battery and a yep. trolling motor to put nope, on the back. They, nope they they provide the trolling motor. You just bring the battery. You just bring oh. the battery. Well, that's not a bad deal. But they're only twelve foot no. boats. Yeah, but that's all you need. Oh well, no, I need a little bit bigger one. World record? Well, that well, too. Hey, Tom's you know, kind I, of a. I, I forgot about that. Tom's been pumping some iron. He put on a lot of girth there. He's Size looking pretty, pretty big shoulders. So, Size but matters. a lean, mean machine like myself, I can get on there. And you said yeah. it's Birch Lake by Shano, correct? Yeah. No, no, it's up no. in Leona. Leona by the Leona Mill Pond. Leona. Yep. If you go up, if you go up thirty-two, you will intersect with with eight. You take a right, and right as you take a right, the road will bend hard to the left, and that's where, where the um, where the store is. Then you'll come to another stop. You'll go right again, and if the road curves hard to the left, you'll stay on eight. If you go straight, it'll take you right to Birch Lake. Just GPS it. All right. I don't have GPS. All right. Yes, yes. What's the name of that hardware store? I, gee, I think it's Leona Hardware Store. Hey, that's yeah. a pretty creative name they got. Oh, well, yeah. Like the it's Leona in Leona. Hardware. And you said you get big smallies like casting rapalas and stuff, or what do you? No, what you do this time of year, they're, they're, they're done spawning, and the big males are on, on the beds. Okay. And if you go out, you, there'll be a little bitty bay where you, where you get your boat, and there'll be nobody there. You put your little paperwork in a in little box, and you load up, and you follow the shoreline to the left. Okay. And take around the whole lake, and then there's an island in the middle. But you can see the you can see the big males on the beds, and I just took about a sixteenth ounce jig with a with a uh, leech on it, and we just pop them on the beds and boom. If you don't come out there with three four hundred smallies in a day, you're something's wrong with you. Okay, well that, well, that sounds, sounds like fantastic. a good tip. Yeah, might have to well, give that a shot. Yeah, thanks, Keen. Make sure you keep it on the air because I listen to you guys every Saturday morning. All right, hey, Keen. Appreciate thanks a lot, it, man. Appreciate it. You All have right. a great Happy day. Memorial Day. Have a great Memorial Day. Yep. Yeah, thank you. And who else you got? Armando. 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 From the River. Bait at River River's Edge. River's, River's Edge, Edge River. Bait and Supply. Hey. In Big Bend. Good morning, Armando. Good morning. Good morning. How are yeah. you guys doing this morning? Doing hey, great. We're doing great. great. How's uh, how's fishing? How's sales? How's everything going? What kind of reports you got? Well, everything's going pretty pretty well. Um, I been kind of busy in the mornings uh, to make a call in and see how you guys are doing. Still listening to you guys every morning. Well, uh, thank you. So what, I've uh, heard him kind of curious on, before the next guy comes in, kind of curious on uh, what the guy's doing up in Fremont. I've heard the white bass are starting to really get going good. Yeah. Anybody out there that's uh, listening this morning, kind of see if they give us a report this morning. Maybe yeah. uh, Tex in the big rig can try and give yeah. us a call. He's usually, he normally he's usually drive, driving over one of those bridges. and You're talking up by <laughs> Fremont. Uh, maybe yeah. if my brother is listening in Oshkosh, no, he's probably sleeping. He's got better things to do than listen to yeah. his lunkhead brother on the radio. <laughs> um, so what have you been hearing from your customers? What I've been hearing, they've been getting about a dozen or so between a couple of guys. Um, what now? What are we talking? Are you still white talking bass. Wolf River white bass? 
Yeah. What What yeah, about the area? Lakes. What about the area lakes by you? Um, out here, we've been getting really good gills and crappies. Crappies yeah. have now moved off the beds, and they seem to be in little deeper water. Um, but we've been doing really well. I went out Sunday night, and I did about 57 um, in about, about three hours, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah, really, really. So, well, that's had good. A lot of fun. You there. got any specials going on out there at River's Edge Bait and Supply in Big Bend? Um, well, we were going to do a giveaway for our Memorial Day, which was going to be our 13 Creed Rod Reel Combo. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, $5 a ticket, um, just 20 tickets, and then we're going to give it away. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. So you can come on out, pick up some bait, and uh, also enter a raffle. Very true. Yeah, all right. Good. And what are your and, hours yeah, this holiday hour? weekend? Uh, what's yeah. your plan there? So our holiday weekend, we're doing Saturday and Sunday, which this morning. We were here at 4. We're going to go to 7 p.m. tonight, and then Sunday is the same thing. And then Monday for Memorial Day, we're going to close at 4.30. Okay. We'll open at right. five. Open and, early, and, but close at four thirty. Yeah, and what's your phone number for people to give you a buzz? Phone number is two six two nine two two zero 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 three. All righty. Thanks for calling, Armando. We got to run. Have a good All weekend, right. my yeah. friend. Take care. Okay, bye now. And it is now time after this break to play the Hornschwaggle. Danny's gonna. Make three statements. You're going to say if it's a hornswoggle, which means eh, he's kind of fibbing you, or no hornswoggle, which means he's telling you the truth. You will win a beautiful prize package from Baitmate at Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents if you get two out of three correct. So put on the old thinking caps. Call 799-1250 right now and be a contestant. We'll be right back with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, and hopefully we have a lucky contestant who can beat the odds. Mm-hmm. He's got to get two out of three and hopefully win a nice prize package. What what can they win, Tom? Well, they can get a choice of bait mate fish attractants and some Coleman insect repellents, which, let's face it, you're going to need both this year. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So who do we got on the line? We've got Dennis over in Franklin. Dennis is our lucky corn testant. Hopefully he's a lucky wiener. Okay. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning. Happy. Morning, guys. Great show. Thanks, man. Happy Memorial Weekend. Thanks for listening. And uh, so here we go. I'll make the statements. You tell me whether it's a horn schwaggle or no horn schwaggle. The uh, raccoons. Raccoons. It's not a good idea to have a dog follow a raccoon into water because raccoons can crawl on top of their head and drown them. Horn schwaggle or no horn schwaggle. No, that's no horn swoggle. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. You do really? not want to have your dog go battle a raccoon in the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hunters, really? Hunters, I didn't know raccoon that. Raccoon hunters would know that. Okay. I, I didn't know you that. You didn't know that, you didn't know that I Tommy? didn't. I had no clue. Quiet, yeah, You don't know nothing. Okay? I, so, <laughs> yeah. next one. The world record possum, or is it opossum? Do you guys know? How do you pronounce that, it, It's just possum. It's possum. The O is silent. Why, Why do they, they have, have it on and... there? I don't know. Okay, I kind of like opossum. The world record opossum, or whatever you want to call it, is 83.7 pounds. 
that's a horn swallow. That's a horn swallow. That's a horn swallow. And, and, and uh, I, I, I got to remind me, I got a possum story to tell you okay, later. Okay, I'll <laughs> Okay. And uh, so you're one out of two. <clears throat> okay. Fish, fish scales. Fish scales are actually the most nutritious part of a fish. Fish scales, even though nobody eats them. That's a horn swallow. That's a horn swallow. All right. Get away, Dennis. Dennis. Good job, buddy. And uh, so what would you like? Do you want some Coleman with DEET or DEETless? With DEET. About 40, 100, 25%. What do you think? 25%. I think they still have that. That's what I will request. Um, And then uh, what flavor uh, bait fish attractant? What flavor? (laughs) Walleye, bass? Yeah, walleye. Let's do the walleye. walleye. I have not tried that yet myself, but I plan on getting some soon. So very good. Thanks for listening there, Dennis. And uh, I'll uh, send this to the good folks out at Baitmate, and you can expect it in the mail. Thanks, guys. All All right. right. Take care. God bless. Congratulations. Yep. Bye-bye. Yeah, that was good. We got a winner. You didn't know that about raccoons? No, I had no clue. You didn't know that? I didn't even know they could swim. I, I had no clue about that. And I really don't care about raccoons, <laughs> except uh, I, I like care to get rid about of them. Raccoons, I, I like to get Tom. rid of them in the city. Uh, so I here I things. was at my... Yeah, what about the possums? Okay, so I was up in Green Bay clearing out, clearing out my house that we're going to sell because... Bubba Delaire's son, Greg Delaire of Delaire Realty, is going to have that beautiful house for sale on Deborah Lane if anybody's interested up there. Just think you could buy that house. Then you could, here's, here's what one buddy of mine told me to do. He said, keep the house and lease it out for weeks at a time for people for coming the backer up for games. backer games. Yeah. Realistically. How far away from the stadium is it? In Green Bay, nothing's far from the stadium. It's Green Bay, Tom. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, I just drove. How far did you? Closer than you drove to the studio today from your home. Put it that way. Yeah. Well, it's Green Bay. I used to ride my bike across town. No, well, well, what I'm saying, what, is, is it like a, a mile away, a half a mile? You don't know. It's in Green Bay. Just GPS it. Okay. Well, anyway. So yeah. it's close. So anyway, no, it's it's on the east side. So it's, it, but it's still. Not bad at all. And I could even tell people secret parking areas on the west side where you would be in and out. I still got that in my back pocket going for me, except I don't go to Packer games anymore. Um, but where was I? So I was cleaning out the house for Bubba Dallaire, son Greg. Yeah. And uh, I look, across, coming across the street is the hugest possum I've ever seen in my life. But not an 87-pounder. No, but no. it was enormous, yeah. Tom. Yeah, it was a big pot. Big, long tail, big I I mean, you see dead ones all the time. This one was like on steroids. And my question, I'm really wondering, I got an animal book at home that talks about largest weights. I'll have to look. I'm wondering how big does the biggest possum get? Because it looked like a raccoon it was so big. I would I would think that they, they can't get much bigger than like 20-some pounds. I mean, every possum I've ever seen is maybe a couple of pounds. You know, that's what I mean. Small, you know, this one <laughs> looked like a twenty pounder for <laughs> oh, God's sake. Geez. And I actually, wow. you know, I wasn't working in the house. I was just driving my truck to the house after I'd been at the dump, dumping off some stuff. And I saw it in the road, and I thought about it, gunning it, and trying to run it down. Mm-hmm. But then it was going up this lady's driveway, and I thought, oh my God, it's going to go into their garage. Oh, and wow. I was going to go over there and knock on the door and say. Hey, you got a giant opossum in your garage. <laughs> but then it went around by her patio and yeah. disappeared in the backyard. And I thought, oh, well. But 
And, and then I was instantly, the my instincts took over, and I thought, where's my pellet rifle? I can bump it off. And then I thought, you're in Green Bay, knucklehead. you yeah. got no pellet rifle up here with you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Every home should be protected with a pellet rifle yeah. for varmints and stuff. Just don't tell your local... <laughs> Constable. Constable. Yeah, you know what? I think most cops wouldn't really care if you shot a raccoon or possum in the backyard, popped it in the head as long as the little old lady next door didn't see or complain. Yeah. yeah Matter but, of fact, I think they'd probably be popping them themselves yeah. if they found it in their backyard. It's one of those don't ask, don't tell situations yeah. with the old pellet rifle. But, but you better have a really, really powerful pellet rifle if you're going to try to kill a possum, I mean a raccoon with it. You get them in the you, head. Even in the head. Uh, they are tough. You, you got to have that. Even a, I, I'd even have to question the 1,200 feet per second pellet rifle. That 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 should do it, but you're looking at, well, you can get a pellet rifle. You sound like got, a man who shot a lot of raccoons, my friend. Not raccoons, but other varmints, other things. But anyway. Similar but, to raccoons? It, just never mind. The Wapiti Any- <laughs> from South America. <laughs> Just never mind. Isn't there another raccoon? But cousin? you can get a twenty-two um, caliber pellet gun. Looking, okay, you can get a twenty-two caliber pellet. Yes. most pellet guns are point one seven seven caliber. Yeah, I had a twenty-two caliber. Right, years and a twenty-two ago, but it was uh, slow. Benjamin is the one who makes the twenty-two caliber pellet guns. They make a twenty caliber. Yeah. Well. Okay. And yeah. A, they make and a, a twenty. Fifteen millimeter. And I thought it was or seventeen I, millimeter. I thought they made a twenty-two. I thought it was. Been, may, it might be Maybe one of the do, other companies. They do make the European break action. Yeah. Typically, what happens is this: most pellet rifles, European, you can get either twenty-two caliber or one seventy-seven. Yeah. But the twenty-two caliber will be a couple hundred feet per second slower. So if mm-hmm. you have one. 1,200 feet per second with 177, it's going to be 900,000 feet per second, right, 22 right. caliber. But still, even at that speed, the weight of a pellet is so much lighter than, say, a 40-grain 22 bullet. Right, exactly. And a lot of people want to equate the power of a pellet rifle with a 22 rifle. No, you can't. And there is no compare. You no. know, a 22 rifle... I'm trying to think of what the foot-pounds of energy is, and I don't want to talk stupid here, but I do all the time anyway. I think it's about 100, 100 foot-pounds of energy with a 22 rifle, you mm-hmm. know, with a 40 grain, and you're going to have a tenth of that with a, a pellet. Yeah. A friend of mine has a German-made. It's one of those uh, one one crank. Right. It's pretty not much a pump the break action. Act. That's pretty the much most action, of them yeah. now. 1,600 feet per second. Yeah, that, uh, that is a powerful pellet gun. That is really powerful. Now yeah. you got Jim Shockey hawking uh, hawking pellet rifles, and he's shot some some big critters with it. But again, they're hitting them right in the brain. Yeah, you got to get them just right, just right. One time there was oh we gotta we gotta do the we gotta go to the we gotta go yeah we got we, we, got, we, we got time we got time we keep got going time? we got okay. time we can because we can okay. we can we can we can fudge things we can we can go a couple minutes over that's fine yeah. by the way average weight of a possum. One to three pounds. Average weight of a raccoon, seven to 20 pounds. Yeah, okay. Well, I just saw the world record possum. <laughs> the world record possum. And now I'm really upset that I didn't have my pellet, trusty pellet rifle with me. I would have got that son bitch stuffed and mounted. <laughs> and it'd be on display at the Smithsonian. I, I, I donated to the Chicago Museum. It'd be right next to the man-eating lions of Sabo. <laughs> of where? <laughs> Savo. Savo. Yeah, T S A V O. Another the another ghost, name that doesn't need a certain the letter. The ghost in the darkness was the all based on the, the, mind, yeah. the 
man-eating <laughs> lions of Zamba. <laughs> you don't pronounce a T, I don't yeah. think. Why is it? Why is it some words they've got extra like old letters? Possum. Why like do o- they have the O in front of it? I have no idea. Or you when got... we come back from break, I'm going to tell you why they got the O in front of it. All friend. right. Well, I'm looking forward to that, folks. Are you looking forward oh, to that? A I know suspense. I am. Oh, I am. <laughs> and, and now it's <laughs> one thousand radios turned off across the city. <laughs> And now it's time for Christian Jaskulski with your sports update. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.